What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit about retail products. So yesterday on the podcast, I talked about the return on a lot of products that have come out over the past few years if you were to have sold anything that you got. I mean, even with with breaks and with uh, with products from retail, for the most part, you're not losing too much money. Like for, and that was, and it was an interesting, it was an interesting conversation, I guess, because when I was doing stuff on TikTok, a lot of the questions I always kept getting were, "What packs should I be buying? Like, what boxes are, what boxes are the going to have the best returns?" And from from my experience, I had found that boxes aren't really the way that you're going to be making any type of money in sports cards if you if you're buying them at retail price or at the at at a good price so i mean if you're buying a hobby let's just say you're buying a hobby box of prism basketball um if you're buying that for let's just say and i know that this is a hobby box not retail but if you're buying a hobby box of re, of of prism for $300 which i, I you probably could easily have found hobby boxes for three hundred dollars of twenty eighteen, even last year, just based off of where the market has gone and where it was. You probably, if you had pulled, I mean, let's just say, I, I guess it's kind of tough now. If you buy, if you bought this hobby box and you opened it up, you probably could have made with all of the parallels and the silvers. And if you pulled a Luca or a Trey, you kind of were. You were sitting pretty nice there. I think you, even if, even if you were to sell back all of the cards, you probably could make back fifty to seventy-five percent of the money that you that you no that you bought the box for. So that would mean if you are getting, I don't know, a blaster box or something, or you're buying a couple, like, if you're buying a blaster box, sure. If you're buying, like, a few gravity packs from a Target or a Walmart or wherever, there's not as good of a chance that you're going to be pulling anything really that good. But if you're buying, like, a a blaster of, like, Bowman, which I haven't been able to find at all, or any type of basketball stuff, if you're buying blasters this year from Target, you probably could open those and have a decent shot at getting most of your money back. Now, we obviously know what has happened with with retail, uh, where people are going in and they're buying every single pack in the store, or they're buying every single blaster box of almost, I would say, almost every single product. Like, I haven't seen it with baseball products really but like with basketball it was like that with everyone except for any type of bowman you know i think series two that did happen sometimes but you could have still bought blaster boxes online for like 18 19 20 dollars i don't know if and i was look and that was on ebay now i don't know if that still is i don't know if that's still a thing like if you can still buy those products but i do think that retail is important for sports cards because as much as the money that I've made from cards or the research that I've done that's been interesting, I would say when I first got started out, there was, I'd if I had to put a number on it, I'd say it was 50% buying stuff from retail and then 50% the other, the other research and money that was being made that really drew me into sports cards. So I do think retail is extremely important. I do think that 
I also think that people complaining about people buying the packs on on Twitter are just complaining to complain. Like I, I, I keep telling myself I got to stop going on Twitter because all people do – I actually got to like stop using social media. I got to try to because all people do is complain 24-7, 365. If you go to Twitter, it's – just and it's just a, a a clown show on there. Like everybody is just spouting out these ridiculous takes on topics that nobody really cares that much about. But then once once one blue check mark or one large account starts talking about it and they get a lot of likes, you'll see that other people will start talking about the same topic. I'm not going to get into that today, but retail is important for it's important for sports cards. And I think there has to be some sort of change that has there has to be a change that's done with how retail maybe not distribute well there has to be some sort of change because we can't it can't be that someone should be able should be allowed to buy every single pack I guess I think if you and I think this could happen honestly next year if like I like I talked yesterday on the podcast about how if the draft class if the draft class isn't good that's going to be an issue for people who are reselling boxes of retail. I think that could be an issue because if no one wants to buy it, it's not the prices. And I think the fact that we've seen the Zion and John all of these rookies from 2019 that's that's for the most part the main reason why I think we've seen that. And I understand that it's a way that people. M- People make money, but like I've also talked about having a perspective of the company, like a Panini and Tops, but also from a marketing perspective, stuff that I'm doing, but then also from a reseller perspective. And I can see, and this is just my opinion. I don't necessarily think it's correct or incorrect because I'm I'm more than willing to. I think I've been willing to change my opinion based off of more learning more information, but. From my standpoint, I think that I don't have any problem with people reselling the packs, but I do think that they need to figure out a way to make it harder and make it a little bit more time-consuming to try and get less people to do it. And, you know, I've seen these these articles about, like, people like distributors and, like, pe- like, people being, like, stocked, essentially. Like, the... Uh, the people the people that are going in to restock the shelves like people will just follow their car from store to store to store and i guess if that's happening there's no way to really stop someone from buying all the products that way but if i think if i've talked about this on twitter and i think a couple of the ways that we could kind of change this to keep to keep the issue not the issue. It's not because it's not an issue. People make money isn't an issue. But to keep the issue of there being no products in stores and kind of maybe changing that, I think if they were to I think I've got I've got two potential solutions here. One is to just do packs. Only gravity packs. And then limit and with along that would be limit the amount of packs you can buy, which is if you're going to the self checkout, I don't know how they police that or unless it gets like flagged or something, and then you kind of have then that. I'm sure the employees don't want to have to deal with that because I'm sure the employees are just like, I don't really care. You can do whatever you want because they're not making any money from it. But Target itself, they're the ones that I don't. I I don't know how you really police the. I don't know how you police that because it, it realistically all they have to do is just. And like I said, this is time consuming. But you just ring out the two packs, you pay. Ring out the two packs, pay. Ring out the two packs, pay. If there's a two pack limit or five pack limit, whatever. But to go only packs, 
And I know the other issue that some people have is with people who are searching the packs. So I don't think that's as big of a problem as buying all of them, I guess. It, it really, like I said, I, I, I'm not super stuck one way or the other. Like, pack searchers, if they want to do that, like, be my guest. Like, I don't, I don't, it just... If I'm buying packs from retail, also maybe this is the thing. If I'm buying packs from retail, I'm not expecting to pull something that's going to be one of these $10,000 cards or a one of one or anything really. I'm not expecting that there's going to be anything of much resale value. Like if I can, if I bought three blasters of Series 2 and I pulled one to two Luis Roberts, like that's going to be good enough for me. And that's good enough to the point where I can, I can sell one of Luis Roberts and at least make some of the money back. Like, I'm not, and for the most part also, I'm not out here, like, pulling or opening boxes and then hoping I'm, like I said, hoping that I'm pulling one of the good cards to make any type of money. I know that retail stuff is not going to be the move if you're trying to make any money from opening packs. Even buying into breaks may not be as sustainable as just buying the singles like buying the singles in my opinion will always be the best way but i think that i think that i don't i don't think that there's one way to do it uh, so i i think that i don't think is what i just said but i don't think that there's one way that it has to be done if that makes sense like i think there are hundreds of different different ways to make money to buy products to do all this type of stuff and I don't think that one way or the other is going to I think there's definitely better ways to do it but I don't think one way and better from the sense that you're making more money uh if it's more fun to you to do it that way then just do it that way and the money will as you learn more and as you're having fun I think the money will eventually come that's kind of how I've seen that's kind of how I viewed some of the stuff that I'm doing is like if I'm having fun doing it that's just as important as maybe the money that could be made if I wasn't doing something that I like so that's one of the one of the ways I think it could be done would be just doing gravity packs so issues may be pack searchers uh somebody just if and then if they limit it somebody just scanning five hitting the limit paying scanning five hitting the limit paying whatever the other way would basically just be to reduce just make retail and hobby so different that it makes it hard for people like the make the odds of retail so ridiculous that even if you're buying retail even if it's there and you buy all of it and you open it all, you're not really going to be making any type of money back. Which, if I'm Panini, that's also kind of what I want, to be completely honest. Like, I want people pulling good cards, but I don't want people being able to open a pack and make 3x on what they paid for the product in the store. Because that's also, it's marked up from what Panini sold it to, Panini or Topps sold it to, um... Target or any of these retail places. So they're already losing some of the margin. If So if someone pulls a one of one or whatever, and I don't know if they make it where they say the parallels, I guess that would be kind of the thing. And I don't think it would be, maybe it's you have to include a new retail only parallel that is like you get one per box or something or one per pack or just figure out a way essentially to make retail odds and make retail packs 
not equal what the what you're getting because I feel like that's what it was in like when I first got started and maybe it could have just been because I was buying a lot of baseball I wasn't buying much basketball but I feel like in my opinion when people say they want to buy packs I always tell them no because it's not worth it but I think in a way it almost has become worth it if you can find the products at cost if you're paying double or triple for these products on eBay then it's not going to be worth it but if you are if you're finding and it's almost impossible if you're finding uh optic or you're finding mosaic at target or walmart you you most likely in that box if you're paying twenty dollars for a box you can most of the time make twenty dollars like i don't think it's unrealistic but i think that a way to keep people to a way to continuously get people buying the products but keep them in the store so that way they're available i think would be to turn turn up the print run um on the packs. I know people people may say that they don't think that's a good idea, but I just think that like I said for myself, getting buying packs was almost 50% of what I what was 50% of the reason why I got into sports cards. So I don't know if that's I don't know, maybe I I guess if I'm a sports card if I'm a company, do I really do I care and this is maybe this is the company, maybe this is Target. I don't know, coming at this from a perspective where is it even really that big of a deal to them to do they even really care that like people can't get the products and they're paying for them? Like, sure, obviously they care that they're making double, triple the products, but like, I don't know if I don't know if Panini or Tops really cares that people can't get the products because it's not like because you will you, you, you'll always be able to buy the singles. You'll always be able to buy cards on eBay. So, like, it's not like it's not like you can. It's not like you can't buy the cards. It's not like pre eBay where if you couldn't get the product, then you weren't. You had to go to a store to buy a specific card, or you had to you had to go to a card store or a card shop or a card um, or a card show to buy the product now everything is online so i kind of i look at it that way as well like do card companies even really care that you can't get the products anywhere i don't know i think that probably they probably like if i had to guess probably not because because people are getting the product regardless people don't care that the, the company, all they really care about is that people are getting all the product and they're, that they're selling out. And whether and if you're Target, you definitely don't care because to, to Target, that's just another thing that they sell. Like they don't Target has not Target has no real skin in this game here, other than they have no skin in the game and just the fact that they that 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 they're selling out is probably it's probably good and bad because I talked about like where they're quota or whatever for the day may be altered if somebody if 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 whoever the distributor is comes loads it all up and they load up a ton and every and and then someone buys four thousand dollars worth of this product i don't know if the four thousand dollars is really doing that much of a dent into into their quota or into how they build out their quotas but it could because i don't you know four thousand dollars and that's maybe being a little bit generous on how much product is actually being sold in retail but I just look – I look at it that way, and so those are my two solutions essentially. I look at it and I say either just do packs and then limit the amount of packs 
or make it so that way Optic or Don Russ or any of these products that are sold in retail are just the the printers are just going. They're just going. They're just and they're just restocking the product um, because I don't necessarily think that taking the products themselves out of the stores is going to be the solution that they're looking for. And I think that's what a lot of people are saying. At least from what I've seen, a lot of people that are in in that world are saying that you know they may they may just take the products out of the stores because it's be it's become a nuisance for the it's become a nuisance to the point where they don't even the the money that they're making from the products even though they're selling out in thirty in a minute or thirty minutes if someone if someone's putting them out there and then they're selling out they don't the 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 safety of their employees and the the nuisance I guess that's being caused or could be caused by people people buying the products and waiting in the lines, which I, I'm not 100% convinced that every single time someone's showing, that's another thing. I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% convinced that every time someone is showing the the line that of people waiting for cards, I don't, you know, th- I've seen maybe, I've seen 10 pictures of that. I don't, I don't know. People get outraged pretty easily, so I'm not 100% convinced that those pictures are actually people waiting for sports cards. People like to make fun of them. I don't know, whatever. But so I think those are those are basically my solutions, I think, to retail and how it can be changed. I'm interested to see what other people have to say. Like, do do people think that maybe retail isn't even a problem? Maybe I'm just overreacting to seeing a couple people talk about it on Twitter, on Twitter and Instagram. I don't know. But that's all I've got for today's episode. So I want to thank you all for listening. If you're on iTunes and you want to leave a review, that would be super helpful. I would really appreciate that. Uh, Follow me on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all those good places. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.